0: Establishing your upright, stable sitting posture and recalling the aspiration for the next period of time is merely to attend to and recognize each moment's experience without scrambling or forcing or denying any. Check to see that your attitude is one of receptivity, acknowledgement or acceptance with an understanding that what is being known is the nature of the body, the nature of the mind, or the nature of mental activity. These are all natural effects of given causes and conditions. And because the causes and conditions arise, the experience is apparent, is known So we're not trying to make anything special happen other than the awareness of the unfolding conditions of the moment. There will be lapses in the attention, in the awareness, periods of time where we're just not present where the mind is spaced out, spaced in, lost in thought, sleepy and dull. These are to be expected and worked with when noticed. But the remainder of the time is one of awareness or being more or less mindful. And so we want to make some effort to recognize what is being known. And as the retreat has gone on with more acceptance of the way things are and more stamina and more steadiness of attention, the range of objects has increased and the intensity of objects may also have increased and also become subtler. So, sometimes in the stillness of the stable posture and in the ongoing continuity of awareness of the mind, it can sometimes seem or feel like nothing's happening. There is, but we need to adjust our attention to sense it to pick it up, needing to fine tune our attention to notice the subtlety of what is occurring. Sensations in the body are distinct in time and place, quality. Thoughts are more rapid more elusive, less tangible. Moods sometimes just kind of seep in and barely flavor the mind. And yet they can be recognized, but they're very subtle. There's another experience that we want to begin to recognize. And that is when we're about to do something In the sitting posture, when you're about to adjust the posture, there's an impulse moment in the mind where the intention to move arises in the mind. Not yet a thought, not even a motivation. It's just an impulse deeply conditioned by the experience of the body to make an adjustment, to shrug the shoulders, to straighten the back, to swallow, or to lick the lips, or to open the eyes. Any of these movements require a surge of intention, the impulse in the mind to do something. And we want to begin to notice that in the general activities of moving around the center, when you're walking and the impulse arises to turn the head to look at something, we should notice the impulse to turn before turning. Or when you get to a doorway, you need to open the door, there's an impulse to reach for the door handle before reaching. Very simple uh, movements require an impulse, an intention. And this is what we want to begin to notice. You may follow through with the action the impulse intends or you may not, you may choose not to. What's important is that we see the impulse because it is in that moment of intending where karma takes place. If we are unaware and in reaction to some stimulus, we don't see the impulse and we react out of deeply conditioned habits of aversion to unpleasant and attachment to pleasant reinforcing the strength of aversion and attachment in the mind. However, when there is awareness and the impulse to do anything arises, there's a moment of awareness of the impulse and and an immediate consideration. Is this a wise and skillful thing to do or is it an unskillful thing to do. And it's not a reflection. It's not a thought. It's just an immediate knowing. So it's important to put this mm, object of attention into your uh, program so that we begin to notice the impulse moment when karma is formed when we're about to do something. And you can recognize it as an impulse in the mind or maybe even a, a thought to do something. It's not the rationale for it. It's not thinking about something and then deciding. It's just a flicker, a momentary impulse in the mind that may be felt in the body, but not always. You can note it as intending or about to, having said all that, don't go looking for it. That takes too much intention. But just having put that thought or the possibility of noticing the intention or the impulse moment in the mind, just let it go. And do your practice with the stability of the body, the rhythm of the breath, and noticing whatever else calls your attention. And you may glimpse the impulse moment or the moment you're about to do something. If so, good enough. If not, it'll come later. Do the best you can without struggling, without, striving and without any other agenda, but to notice what you can. Being willing to refresh your mind frequently throughout the sitting.
1: the mindfulness feels a little bit more intentional, like when you talk about your thinking and you know you Yeah. Not so deliberate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the comment the first comment, the first part of the comment was about just the the range of sensation, for example. And just the the spectrum from very gross, you know, movements and really intense stuff to really subtle, just little tinglings, vibrations, just flowing energy, feelings uh, within the body. And just uh, noticing that when he thought about the subtlety, oh, is this what he meant? Then it kind of stirred up a big mind storm don't think about that. <laughs> just do it. Okay, you're doing good. Just don't think about what you're doing. <coughs> On the other hand, he said the second comment was, sometimes it's just um, with the momentum of, his, of awareness, there sometimes is a comment in the mind that just says, oh, this is the way it is for me now, or, oh, or something like that it's just a comment about the way it is, or maybe just a kind of an affirmation of this is what's being noticed now. Okay. This is what's being noticed now. And is that necessary? Is it harmful? Or is it helpful? It's, it's useful uh, in the beginning of practice to just kind of remind yourself, well, this is the way it is for now. And uh, cause sometimes we'll, we'll have subtle thoughts about what, is being observed. You know, there'll be a little running commentary. Is this, isn't it, Should, shouldn't I, um, uh, you know, is this the same, is that, what is, what is you, know. <laughs> you know, and if we're not careful, it'll really get into a full blown narrative, if not commentary and in, in, inquiry. So just a kind of a succinct, yep, got it. Yep, got it. Yep, that's the way it is. Ooh. Yeah, that's the way it is. You might watch the tone of your comment. (laughs) That's the way it is (laughs) too. Oh no, (laughs) like that, it's fine. Gradually, I think, as the momentum of your awareness and the ability to perceive the full spectrum of uh, intensities, physical and mental, Uh, generally, The commentary quiets down also. Or the application of your energy in any way becomes subtler so as not to rock the boat that is taking you across the stream to the other shore, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and fear arose. And fear arose?
1: Mm-hmm. That I was going to lose my balance. Yeah. And then it, it went away. And, um, but then I started having a debate about whether I should move to strengthen my balance, you know, just physical strength my posture. And then I started to. Be um, grateful that we were. I was going to be able to ask. <laughs> you know, what do you think? I mean, you know. So pretty much that predominated. Bobbing. I mean, and I was able to. You know, well, it stayed, and then the other things came up, but still, it just kept.
0: Sure. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> so the comment is, she noticed some. Subtle energy in the in the body, and even though she felt still, there was some kind of bobbing. It wasn't the bobbing of, you know, like falling asleep bobbing. No, it's it's just a subtle rhythmic kind of movement or something that, uh, and sometimes you're not really sure whether you're moving or if it's just an energetic thing that you're feeling sometimes. Um, and you know, should she do something to with it? Or, there was some commentary about it and rehearsing, asking a question about it, and great. You just noticed what was actually happening. You know, there was this, you had these thoughts about it, you had some questions about it, and it was just an ongoing process. Um, so as far as a process, uh, a mental physical process that you were observing, it sounds like you observed it fairly well, I mean, from, from what I hear. Uh, now, do you want me to grade you on how high-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. uh, you... know sh- the question is, should I have strengthened my posture? I, no, I don't think so. Because it sounds like it wasn't a weakness of posture, it was an attunement to some of the energy in the body. You know, there's muscular energy system, there's the nervous energy system there's the i don't know some of you know better than i do there's other energetic systems in the body and sometimes we just drop into and tune into them and they're very some of them are rapid high vibration type of system and some of them are really slow system and my 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 cranial sacral operati, operator says there's a system that pulses every you know 12 minutes or something it's like Okay, <laughs> clunk. 12 minutes later, clunk. Okay, yeah, I get it, it's a rhythm. <laughs> but, you know, so there. <laughs> the mind is. It's just this magical show for you. And it can and does notice unbelievable physical, mental stuff. The Buddha said within this body is the whole universe, the whole universe. Whatever you discover anywhere in the universe is right here. Take a look. It's there. Okay. A plus. (laughs) Now watch that little inflated (laughs) feeling. You got to be careful. Okay, I'm going to go up there. I had a question on uh, the phrasing of the metta and yep. the Buddha's intent. And In the Buddha's intent?
1: And in some ways, I'm not sure it's that more of a meditation on joy, which I understand is another type of practice, versus the intent of the Buddha that perhaps when when it was about the suffering of others, and to phrase it that way was to somehow involve myself, that everyone is involved in the suffering of others in a way, so that the phrasing was in that sense of do you no know, harm.
0: Uh, Let me give him a call, (laughs) I have no idea what he meant, what his intent was, (laughs) but but, uh, you know the story originally was these Buddha sent these 60 monks out in the forest to stay for three months to do their through their range retreat out in this forest and they went there and the tree sprites that that live up in the trees and kinda hang out there. Didn't like it that the monks came to stay there because they can't reside higher in elevation than the monks and they had to come down on the ground and be with where the monks were. So they, they made a lot of noise and they rattled the trees and the monks got scared and they ran away. They went back to see the Buddha and said, Oh, we can't stay there. This, that place is haunted. That's really ghost there. I don't know this, this, this. and he said you go back there, <laughs> something like that. You go back there, and and do loving kindness for these other beings, you know, so that they feel at ease. They feel that you're not a harm to them, you know, and they'll they'll have uh, loving feelings back towards you, and they'll understand that. So whether the monk said, "May you be free of suffering," or "May you not be too distressed because we're living here in the forest with you," or whatever they said. I'm not sure, but it certainly is to do no harm. And the joy that comes with metta is in, in, in your own heart and with, um, with the continuity of the metta practice feeling, a lot of joy comes to the mind when it's free of aversion or any, any of the defilements really. Yeah, it is offering offering your goodwill and wishes for their well-being however you choose to do it, phrasing it uh, anti-negatively or positively.
1: saying, haha, just when I had you scrambled and all out there, you start looking at me, no you don't. <laughs> and it, it brings up, you know, like, good thing I've got a smart butt and I stay in the cushion, but I have this impulse to run out of the room. Mm-hmm. And it is, and it's becoming so strong as I sit. As I feel it, this morning was impossible, this sitting was very difficult, and my question is, What's at play here? Is it the mind resisting or do I have a level of resistance inside of me? If you would comment
0: on that. So did you hear the gen- generally hear the, the comments about the restlessness of the body and she thought by now there'd be the coming of the body but it seems like there's more energy and restless and you know she's asking is there resistance in the mind or, or what, what's at play here generally? The whole universe is at play here. <laughs> but first of all, I think your expectations um, were just that uninformed expectations. You know, the longer I go in the retreat, the calmer, stiller, more peaceful, and enjoyable it's going to get. I hope you aren't still holding on to that. <laughs> but nevertheless, we may we may think so, and for some of us, it may happen periodically. Um. We are developing capacity of mind, both awareness, stamina, confidence, tranquility, non-reactivity, energy, intention, joy, collectedness. There's just a lot of factors involved in this whole package. When When the wholesome factors all come together, they're all maturing, and they're in balance, you have a calm, peaceful, tranquil body and mind. But sometimes mm -hmm, they're not all mature and they're not all in balance. And you know, some stuff comes up in the mind that may be difficult to look at or you'd rather avoid or is a source of a lot of uh, mental agitation. And so we get to see it and sometimes over the course of a retreat, we kind of work down through layers of the mind. You know, the first couple days we're dealing with the to-do list that we brought with us. But after the third or fourth day, you know, like what you left on your desk back home is, and what's in your inbox, is kind of not the top 10 distractions. It's other things like subtler stuff in the mind, more long-standing or residual stuff in the mind. And as we work through them, working through all the defilements and the hindrances again, we get to possibly subtler layers of holding tension in the body, uh, subtler layers of defilements in the mind. And so while the momentum of the mindfulness is, and all those wholesome qualities is getting stronger and, and more in balance generally, we do keep opening the body and the mind to other levels of holding, resistance, tension, uh, defilements, and whatnot. So, at any point, we can have a really challenging period of time, a sitting like you just apparently had, (coughs) where the mind is just, get me out of here, and the body's like screeching, and it's like... (laughs) you're not going backwards, you're not failing, you're just opening another, another layer of the mind. So know that the way to deal with it is the same way you dealt with it the first day when the body was all over the shop and the mind was, you know, it's just patience, persistent, taking note of, letting go of what you can, you know, enduring, reminding yourself, this is the way it is for now. You can always move the body to get some symptomatic relief. Uh, And I say symptomatic because the source of the tension in the body is within the mind. And while symptomatic relief is good momentarily, the cause of it, the mental cause of it is still there. And will have to be looked at at another time when there's more strength of mind or more momentum to the awareness. It'd be nice to answer all your questions, but time runs out. So, uh, again, we're doing, uh, individual check-ins with half of you today. Again, please keep an eye on the time. Um, and give us time to respond. Oh yeah. If you want any guidance or instruction, you have to stop talking somewhere (laughs) somewhere in the... (laughs) It's okay, you know, I mean, if you want us to just listen, that's okay, we're good listeners. But if you want something back, you got that dharma duct tape. (laughs) Okay. But I know some of you might not want instruction and guidance, you just want to kind of fill the airways, that's okay. We learn good things. We get good stories from you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Keep talking. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, enjoy the exploration. See what you see.